My name is Ben Gilberti. I'm going to be your host. Calvin Harris has been a member of the Prosperos for over 50 years. He studied for over 20 years with the renowned master teacher Thane of Hawaii. Calvin is a mentor in the Prosperos as well as a life coach, facilit facilitating those looking to find their truth and achieve their highest potential. His involvement within various communities has brought him into contact with diverse and dynamic individuals from various walks of life and communities. Calvin, Calvin's interactions with these interesting individuals have led to the sharing of life stories that comprise these Sunday meeting conversations. So sit back as Calvin reveals the richness of life as told from those who live their life by doing what they love, their art, their passion, and their creativity. So I present to you now, Calvin Harris. Thank you, Ben. Good to see everybody. Today, I guess it being a holiday weekend, because I, I was really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that I think the days are mixed up or something, but whatever it is, it's just been really kind of interesting all the way through. <laughs> it's been an interesting morning. Well, um, I would like to say aloha to everyone. And then with that, let me uh, start by saying uh, welcome to the uh, Prospero Sunday meetings. Um, these meetings by the, by, various presenters on each on different Sundays each have a different focus yet all uh, yet all the same with the important point to make for each of us and that is in the life that we live uh, at one time or another uh, each of us begins to ask as if a seeker what, who am I? And this perennial question uh, bubbles up uh, in everyone's life, whether a person takes this question uh, or, or uh, seriously or not. The quest for uh, personal identity is an ongoing theme in our modern evolving cu uh, culture. It is the question, how do we stop being a clog in the wheel and take hold of our life. Uh, as we know, we are bombarded <laughs> by our culture with uh, offers to do that uh, say that they will help us define and further uh, determine what makes us uh, a unique individual. But what seems to happen is that we're collectively, uniquely, the, uh, turn out to be the same individual, that clog in the wheel. So fortunately, there are paths that invite us 
to uh, get off that hamster wheel. And the Prosperos is one of those uh, path, uh, paths that you can take to do that. So the Prosperos focus is on identity, but not in the same way that we have been socialized to believe that it is. Or rather, uh, they use a unlearning technique. We call it uh, translation and releasing the hidden splendor. But uh, these are tools that point us towards the journey of identity that ultimately cultivates a realization that we are not who we think we are. <laughs> we realize that the answer to who I am can lead to a journey of discovery, paradoxically both simple and profound. So I, I urge you to check out the Prosperos websites, the prosperos.com or the prosperos.org website for further details. This discovery, you might find out, makes all the difference in the world, and that's not just for yourself. So my guest today will be Craig Cooley. Craig is a radio host who currently uh, is involved in cultural and diverse, uh, diversity uh, in community activities. He's an advocate in several communities. In Palm Springs, California, he's working on a new project to encourage and move along a theater development project. And in Laguna Beach, California, he has worked at and supports uh, uh, many of the um, gender and aging community issues that uh, they face there. Uh, yet, for Craig, this is not, um, and um, he also does the radio show that I mentioned, but beyond this community work, we can say that maybe Craig did not always do this. Uh, he had a career in hotel and hospitality, uh, what would be considered in e-commerce marketing. Yet that life, uh, that way of life, went through a change. And I don't think it was a planned change. <laughs> but uh, life really uh, gives us a life without it being interrupted. And yet it may put us on a path that we, can, we, we will find to be more fulfilling, that will take in what our calling might be. So with no further ado, let me bring on Craig. Craig, hi, open up your mic. <laughs> All right, there I am. It's good to see you. Uh, same here, Calvin. My love and heartfelt uh, passion uh, to you and what you do. Uh, uh -huh. I, uh, Calvin and I met um, as I was running a... a uh, bar in Laguna Beach, and I immediately knew this was a special individual. That uh, the conversation—if you have a conversation in a bar—there's unmeaningful ones, and if you're listening, <laughs> you'll find some meaningful ones. And on a rare occasion, you—I would find a meaningful conversation. In a, I ran the bar, so I was always looking for him. And Calvin was one of those people 
And through the years, we've kept as close friends. I actually had him on my radio program. But I can, uh, yeah. I can speak to what you just said, Calvin, about your, your path. And I think part of the path for me was about uh, 12, 15 years ago. Oh, now, 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 uh, Craig, yeah. I'm going to get into that. You're oh, just okay. pushing. <laughs> well, let, let me let me just say, okay. I, read, let, let, I, I read a book called The Alchemist, and that yeah. was quite a change <laughs> for me. So I'll toss that in there, Calvin. Okay, and we'll, we'll get uh, into that a little more, right. but... Um, <laughs> Uh, speaking of your radio program, I you know I did love our banter yesterday morning. Uh, oh yeah, uh, 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 you're running it. It's a local radio station from uh, Laguna uh, from Laguna Beach, and it was a, a treat that uh, not only did I come on, but uh, that Eddie Single uh, Singletary came on also, who. Uh, all of us um, uh, had lived in Laguna Beach, and now uh, Eddie is living in Hollywood as an actor and a production company owner. So that was really a surprise and a treat. I yeah. do miss being physically in Laguna Beach, but love the desert community that uh, composes many of the friends from Laguna as well as uh, Long Beach. Now, Craig, you are a native-born Californian, is that right? Five generations, yep. <laughs> That's amazing. I, <laughs> I, from the time that I was born, there were not that many individuals that were actually born in California. They, were, they moved from someplace else, and we went to school. So that I always found to be a treat. Um, uh, but... We talked about your community service activity, and didn't that kind of begin uh, in uh, in at an early age for you? Um, yeah, I was in high school and, and struggling with. Uh, I'm gay, so I was struggling with that issue, and uh, but always feeling uh, I wanted to be a bigger part of the community. So we, the high school, rented the old gymnasium. And we created Wairika Teen Club. And I was president of Wairika Teen Club. There was nothing else to do in Wairika for teenagers. And so we that was the start of my, I guess, being involved <laughs> with community efforts. So to answer uh -huh. your question. Yeah, now Wairika, uh, where is that in California? <laughs> Almost in Oregon. It's up uh, on Interstate 5. It's not Eureka. It's Wairika, Y-R-E-K-A. Yeah, because I wanted to say Eureka. <laughs> yeah, Wairika Bakery spelled backwards as Wairika Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> A little tidbit oh, there for goodness. you, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, before your life in um, Laguna and uh, and and that, you there seemed to have been an interruption in your life path as a person in community service. And you took a detour, it seemed, into a hospitality business. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was e-commerce, hotel marketing. Well, everyone needs a job, right? And you're out of <laughs> Well, there was a, a desk clerk job, you know, and then it was a night auditor. And yeah, and 30 years later in the hotel business, I'm still plugging along well i think you were doing more than just plugging because um 
the ho uh, hotel uh, hospitality business that is so important yeah. uh, because of how many lives that you you uh, intersect. Um, yeah. And it was interesting that uh, that there was a e-commerce um, newsletter for the uh, hotel business. And you wrote several articles like, um, yes, hotels can make money and sustain growth, which is always a big thing with them. And I love that some of the titles like connectivity, connectivity, connectivity. I thought that was great, as well as location, location, location. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I don't think that people. I don't think that people really understand the importance of a location in what something is, is uh, when, when you're trying to run a business or have something mm. uh, go forward. So I think that uh, those online uh, trade articles were really kind of interesting. And thank that. you. Thank you. I <laughs> had no idea. And next thing I knew, they're being published at Cornell University and, and shared <laughs> all over. I had some crazy guy call me from Australia. Greg, we want to patent your ideas. And to this day, yeah. yesterday, we, I, I still am in touch with him. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I was surprised. I most, well, Calvin, most of my experience uh, was a, as an auditor and then hotel management. And then in frustration, I started, uh, I think when you're passionate about something and you express yes. yourself, you get attention. And that's what happened. I was passionate about the hotel industry being so so far behind the times with this new thing called the <laughs> internet that I decided to take a one-person uh, warfare event on it and assault, assault it with some letters. So yes, thank you. It, 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 it's that whole thing. It usually takes one person with passion that can kind of turn things around. And you being on that cutting edge of e-commerce there, I, I just really found that interesting. Um, so, um, so here you are in this business, you're in it for 30 years, and then you're well, fired. Uh, well, I did get I, 11 years with the main company that I was in. Yeah, I was fired. I was discovered that I was uh, non-general orientation. <laughs> I want to say normal, <laughs> but uh, in the minority of, I was, they discovered I was gay, and, and they were a company from uh, Missouri, the often referred to as the buckle of the Bible belt. And uh, they, the owner called me up one morning. I remember answering the phone at eight o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. And I'm thinking, oh God, I got to get to work. Phone rang and it was the owner of the company. And he says, I got to fire you. I says, well, okay, John. I knew him very well. He was a very wealthy, wealthy person. Had uh, about 65 hotels, most of them embassy suites and holiday inns, Hilton's. And at least he called me personally, nonetheless, mm -hmm. it's done. Yeah. So all of a sudden there is this, this shock, this dismay, this disorientation. And yet uh, in the midst of that, then there's that calling that sort of creeps in again. Well, I needed and... a job as it happens. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and so, um, is that when you found yourself in Laguna? Uh, I found myself, um, I've been working in LA and I found myself in a job in uh, Laguna with a timeshare company, which I really didn't care about too much either. 
and then I then I got involved in the technology aspect of it, and and that collapsed. He ran out of funding for it. So here I am, and uh, I heard there was. I thought, well, I got to get a job. You know, that's always been my mentality. And so there was a little bar in Laguna Beach called Main Street Bar and Cabaret. So it was a little <laughs> fun little cabaret. And I thought, oh, this sounds exciting. It, this will be easy. No problem. <laughs> oh, I never worked so hard in my life, you know. <laughs> Bring back the corporate days when I was. <laughs> so I, I, that's where I met, met Calvin. But in that process, I met so many people and um, someone approached me, you know, Craig, you have such a good radio voice. You should be on the radio. I said, well, I got the face for radio. But, ah, <laughs> Your close friends come up and say, you got a great face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but the interesting thing I want to point, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Calvin, when, when I was about 14 and living in Wairika, which spelled backwards is Wairika Bakery. Anyway, um, is... We had an intercom in the house and I'm in my bedroom and I had a record player. Those are the old things they have put these discs on. You remember Calvin? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And I, I, I've uh, seen pictures. <laughs> you read about me in history books. I know. So, so I decided I'm going to broadcast through the house. And I was, I was entertaining everyone. Finally, my parents said, would you, enough with the radio stuff. You know? <laughs> so I kind of put it aside. And here I am in my 60s. And they asked me to do this radio show. And I think what really uh, hit home to me about why that, that, that it seems to be something I enjoy is that all my life, I was always rushing to get to work, to get to school, always habitually late often and late to meetings and all this stuff. And I would get to the station, the studio, an hour and a half before airtime. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> you know, and that's early in the morning, folks. It's not <laughs> so I said, that, that's the testament to my passion. And so I have enjoyed it uh, immensely. And it's four years later. Uh, I'm still doing it in, um, to, to uh, respond to you, Calvin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a outreach to the community and just maybe one of maybe uh, how many uh, 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 community or nonprofit groups are you working with now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's uh, Laguna Beach Pride, Inc. It's a 501c3, which I'm president of. And then I work, I'm a member and work and do the website for uh, Laguna Canyon Conservancy, which is to preserve the 20,000 acres of open spaces around Laguna Beach. I do the website and designed it for, and, and I'm a member of uh, Laguna Beach Live, which is they do the concerts and the uh, a lot of entertainment in Laguna Beach. And uh, then I have a older Japanese fellow, he's 84, and uh, I do his artwork and website for, um, organization in LA called Layla, Lantern of the East of in Los Angeles. It's all about saving the world through art, which is very honorable endeavor. Right. Yeah. Right. He's 80, 84 and I and still uh, Holocaust, well not Holocaust, he's survived uh, Nagasaki when they bombed the along with uh, Hiroshima. Mm -hmm. 
So, and so there's a whole story there. I could go, but I, right. I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but yeah, uh, that's the question. Answer your, to answer your question, yes, I'm uh -huh. involved in all those things. Oh, and I forgot what? one. Uh, Club Q, which is the senior organization yes. at uh, uh, Susie Q in Laguna, which is the gay seniors. And we do things like have potlucks or just crazy stuff. Uh, and this last year we were and planning... Moon. <laughs> movies and we were going to do uh, a tour of uh, la and uh, uh, day trips uh rent a coach and everything and and then covid came along so we kind of pulled it back right and um you also have a new pet project and that is with a, th a theater in uh, palm springs uh you're you're interested in in reviving uh yeah uh live theater there how is that going I, I I've got to pull the trigger a little more, and I've got I've got it all all queued up. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a, going on for about three years. Uh, it's an old uh, historic theater where Frank Sinatra, Jack Benny, and um, uh, when when the movers and shakers were first moving to Palm Springs, uh, there was a theater there called uh, the Plaza Theater, and they would uh, do live radio broadcasts from there. And uh, when there was a new movie premiere, um, kind of like when they give the Academy Awards and they have uh, the Vanity Fair party afterwards, well, they'd have their Vanity Fair party at the Plaza Theater. It had white leather upholstery and a ceiling that was perforated with backlighting. So you felt you were under the stars when you're in the theater. So it's been sitting in disrepair now for about six years and it's been used for various things it's a historic place so i i want to repurpose it back to the broadcast so you know calvin could do his program there or anyone <laughs> could anyone could do a live uh, stream video production there but they could also do a live theater entertainment maybe johnny mathis is uh, in town mm -hmm. and tickets might be three or four hundred dollars but it's a small intimate environment where you can actually have some meet and greet so those are all the things that I've been, what, or been in the cauldron, <laughs> and I'm stirring <laughs> it up. <laughs> okay. Um, um, it seems as though that all of these projects, the most important thing that, uh, that comes out of it is to have the passion for whatever it is that you're doing and to bring up that passion uh, and how does a, the importance of once a project falls apart in that and that and then having to get yourself up and then get moving again but it is so important how and how we do that so if you could go back in time and um talk with your younger self at the time when you were fired, what would you say to your younger self um, uh, in consoling yourself in that state of shock, dismay, or uh, demoralized situation uh, in the fact of who am I and why does this matter? Well... Calvin, how can you do that to me? <laughs> mm -hmm. I know early in the morning you probably haven't had coffee. <laughs> really, yet, I've but... only had a, I've <laughs> only had one cup of coffee. You know, I uh, little have you, has anyone heard of Little Nass, the black artist who's 
who's uh, gay and taking the world by storm, he had uh, put out his comments about his younger self. Now he's only 23 or 24, so there's <laughs> a few more years here, but it, it well, was, that's what I said. You got <laughs> it was a heartfelt message and, and it resounded very powerfully because being black and gay and, and living in your mother's spare closet, literally, because uh, you didn't have a place to live and then becoming this, uh, music artists singing with country western singers like um mm -hmm. billy ray cyrus and some of these other artists and all of a sudden he is famous and all over and on saturday night live you know mm -hmm. he's uh and so he had that conversation to answer your question about my conversation i was struggling at 14 i uh the only role model i knew of which just happens for so many older people was uh, uh there was one gay in town population of 3500 and he worked at the flower shop and I'd see him pick up hitchhikers in his Ford Mustang outside of the city limits and take them for a little ride. I think that was the only entertainment. I thought, you know, that's going to be me. I gonna, I, I'm stuck with this, this world. And I remember crying because I felt I couldn't tell my parents. Uh, it was a secret I need to take to my grave. I remember going out and getting in my dad's blue, Robin's egg blue Dodge pickup and lying down on the seat and crying because I didn't know what, I, I didn't think life was worth living. And my hand slipped down under the seat and I felt his cold 22 pistol down there. And I thought, well, this was meant to be then. And I was thinking about using it. And I, so in that conversation with oneself, I started thinking about all the scenarios that would happen. And then I thought, well, maybe I should stick around and just see what happens for, you know, if it's that bad, just get over it and stick around. And I think sometimes that happens to a lot of people who, who think about those things. Well, let's just stick around. And I never in my wildest dreams believed I would be a disc jockey in a, <laughs> in a beach community in Southern California on a, a gay program in my wildest dreams and have so many heartfelt friends like Calvin and other people in the community. And so uh, to, to say to that self, I guess that's that cliche, but it, it gets better. It gets a hell of a lot better. And I know people, uh, I've interviewed people that have, you know, lived in the UK in the, or in the 50s, 40s and 50s, saying, Craig, you've got to remember, if some, someone told me it was going to get better, it wouldn't, they wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it because I was considered mentally ill. I, what I was doing was immoral and rejected by the church and it was illegal. So uh, there was three big things against me being who I am and being true to myself. So, it, so it's, again, it sounds cliche, but you got to hold on and say it gets better. I don't yeah. know what to say to that 14 year old. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you sometimes dismiss the, the crap that you hear, but you know, your world, you're only relative to your own world. Uh, and unless you see rest of the world, you're still only relative to your own space. So mm -hmm. that's was kind of my thoughts. Any? Yeah, it's, uh, and, and that's important because um, the month that's coming up is gay pride month. And I think it's so funny that, uh, 
that the organization that you have have it's called Gay Pride three hundred and sixty five. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the and and the other thing is is that um, that um, Pride Day is 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 so. Ch- Changing. It's so evolving with uh, the next generation. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. There is so many uh, letters after a uh, a pride flag anymore that it's really about diversity anymore. Yeah, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. I just matter of fact, before when we tried to get the flag before City Hall and at the county fairgrounds, my my. Um, message was that it's about diversity it's all the colors of the rainbow to represent all cultures and it's about diversity and inclusion it's not a gay rainbow flag with an agenda that's gonna uh, uh, convert your children to a life of sin you know no <laughs> no. It's it, but it is an opportunity for individuals to stop reflect on who they are and who they want to be and it being inclusive allows individuals, even if they are asexual, to be part of this. Yes. And, and, and I think before it's over, <laughs> this flag is going to include straights because yeah. everyone is going to be included at one time or another. And it's just saying, be who you are, be who you need to be. And I think that that is the excitement about uh, Pride. I can certainly say that um, at, the, at the time that I lived in Long Beach, I thought that Long Beach had the best Pride Parade because it was down the center of the communities and that. Everybody, I don't care whether they were sh- uh, straight or gay or, or uh, uh, whatever they were, they were all out there having barbecues. Uh, they dragged down their lawn chairs and put it into the, <laughs> I've, I've into the thing. Okay, so you know, oh, I yeah. mean it because. But to see a city of that size get behind this uh, as much as it did, and and uh, that is my excitement for. Um, for you doing this in Laguna Beach, because it is that an, another area of where diversity gets to to reign, and I think that at some point the flag is going to change its name uh, because it, it, it's uh, 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 gay and lesbian is a misnomer anymore, right? And others will certainly tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like I, I, I it's a flag of diversity, and I, yeah. I think there, yeah, and everyone, and, everyone's included. Uh, yeah, and it, and that I think is going to be more and more, uh, and you're going to see that. But uh, that is as the world uh, evolves, it evolves in its understanding, and evolves in that all of us need to investigate the uh, I am, who am I? And that, because whatever the old um, um, shingle was of what that's supposed to be, that it's certainly not (laughs) (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Uh, And that, uh, yeah, so that's, that's proved very interesting in itself. 
I, so, I, I, I want to add one thing to that question about the 14 year olds. When I do the radio program, it's kind of off, off the subject, but no, I do the radio fine. program. I often think of that 14 year old out there that might be listening, whether they're in the Midwest or whether they're, as the case has been lately in Guyana, which is in, in Africa on the Southwest end of Africa. And Guyana has a lot of, um, well, they're rounding up gays and throwing them in jail and uh, for gathering. And it, it's got quite a uh, unpleasant history as does Iran. And um, so I, I look at the, I can see who is looking, listening to the program, what country they're from. I get a lot of listeners in Guyana and India and the UK. Well, I should, it's relatively speaking, I say a lot, it's not a ton, but it's, it's, it speaks to me that there are people out there that are reaching out and, and want to hear uh, news and information about the, the gay, which I do on this day in history. And so I, I speak to them and often say, Calvin, it gets better. Uh, and if you are, I always have the Trevor hotline in case, and I repeat the phone number. I say, you know, if it's, uh, we've all gone through it. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people, it's a lot more severe. And uh, some people have very accepting family and community and it's a non-issue, but there are those who, who are not that fortunate and right. always think of that person. And so I do my best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we all appreciate that again it is i think the more mature that you become within whatever your practice is the wider the circle that you you uh embrace oh. and and with you craig i i, I see that so i'm a just very fortunate that you were able to have free time available. Uh, I know your schedule is very busy and there, there's a lot of people that want to see you. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> so, thank you. so I want to uh, thank you for that. Well, I want to thank everybody for uh, for joining us today and uh, what has happened. This will be recorded. So if you want to um, let your friends know about it or they can hear it later. So with that, Ben, I'm going to turn that back over to you. Do you have any last closing comments? As far as closing the meeting, well, it's really easy for me to do that because I just say, so it's that's it, folks. <laughs> that's, that's all there is. <laughs> Aloha. 